Hello, I'm Sarah Connolly and today I'm talking to one of the all-time great director sportives of women's cycling. He was a former race uh, himself, he was the uh, director of the Dutch national team, men and women, was, in, was it responsible for the Cervelo test team when they were so, so good and now he's with Wiggle High Five, he's Aegon van Kessel. Good morning, Aegon. Good morning, uh, Sarah. So, how are you? I'm fine, I'm uh, waiting for the start of the season. Mm -hmm. Although my team already is, is, is uh, racing in Australia now and I'm following their results, but uh, my first race will be Qatar and I'm uh, looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. what, what do you do as a director sportif at this time of year? What, what are you busy with? Uh, mainly with the program, have contacts with riders, uh, contacts with management of our team, discussing about the program, which race shall we do, which race we, we want to do, mm -hmm. talk with the riders about where they like to race. And, of course, I always have to explain them, I cannot fulfill on all your wishes, but I always try. Mm -hmm. And uh, joining uh, the days I'm, I'm still uh, at home, you know, because in the season I'm from home for many, many, many days. Mm -hmm. So I joined to stay with the family, with some friends also. Yeah. Oh, so, you're not, so you're not down in Australia with the sunshine, with, the, with Danny King and the team? <laughs> yeah, you know, I was often in Australia. And it, it's really nice to be there, but uh, the point is, um, I really hate a long flight. Mm -hmm. I really, ah, this, it's awful, you know. So that's one of the main reasons I'm not there. And also, I, we have a good uh, second uh, team director, so uh, it's not a problem. Yeah. You've got quite an interesting task this year, because last year, I've got to admit, at the start of the season, when I saw Wiggle Honda's roster, I just didn't believe it was going to work too many big stars who was going to carry the water how are they going to race together but you had some incredible results how do you feel about 2015 um <laughs> before the, the the season started i had talks with rochelle gilmore about this and uh, to be honest i knew i could manage it but it, it, it would be very very hard he knew that because like you say it was a team with big stars and for this season with even more stars. Yeah. So the, if there is a problem, it's, it's only uh, bigger than it is smaller. But I think that I can manage that. And I did it also last year. Working with women is, is not easy, I can tell you. <laughs> and there's a lot of reasons for that. It's mainly because yeah, it, it's totally different than working in, in a men's uh, environment. Women are different. Not better, not worse, but it's different. And I'm... Very lucky that uh, I live in my house here with, with three women, my wife and two daughters. Mm -hmm. My daughters have the same age as the riders in our team. So I think <laughs> I, I can handle this. I know how they feel. I think I know how they act, although I'm much older than they are. Um, yeah, I have, I have a lot of experience uh, with working with, with, with women. And in the very past, I had an, uh, an uh, agriculture company. Mm -hmm. And I, had, I employed 35 women in that company. So, uh, yeah. That's maybe for me an advantage. What, what's the biggest difference between, as cyclists, men and women? Oh, the biggest difference. The biggest difference is that what is logical in men's cycling is not logical in women's cycling. The reason for that is that men's cycling are developed totally different when they were youngsters than, than the women. If you look at club teams, you know, uh, let's say girls about between uh, 12 and, and 18 years old, Mainly, the best staff people are around the, the, the boys and not mm. with the women. So, it's totally different. Uh, they have an education, uh, I think, in, in many cases, not, not on level. You understand? Yeah. 
So when they turn to the elite women, I don't like to say, but it's the truth, their, I call it, the tactical skills of the elite women is maybe on the level of, of junior men cycling. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason I say that nothing is, is really logical. For me, if you are used to, to work in, in men's cycling, another big difference is in men's cycling, if something goes wrong or you have an, an hard opinion about the race, for instance, then they accept it. They accept it and that's how it is. In women's cycling, there's much more emotion. Mm. So I always have to be careful what I say. Also, I always have to understand that, um, for instance, in, in men's cycling, when I don't like someone, I don't shake hands. I, I leave the guy, you know, I don't talk with the guy even. In women's cycling, forgive me, I'm telling you this, Sarah, <laughs> I see that women who don't like each other, they, they hug, you know, and when the yeah. girl is walking away, they say, she's a bitch. Yeah. So I have every guy has to use to that. You know, for, for, for a man, this is really, yeah, a miracle that that happens. <laughs> so I know this now since a couple of years. And I hope maybe you understand what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's just that women are socialized different to men. Yes, you know, yes, we're socialized yes. to be nice on the outside and to yes. be and to also doubt yourself more. I think yep. that's the thing where if you do wrong in a race, it can really yep. crush your spirits. Whereas for men, they just think I'm great. I'll just be yep. great next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. And therefore, had the other interview I had with a Dutch, uh, two years ago, in a Dutch newspaper, and uh, why are you going back to women's cycling? And then I said, uh, I said, because if you take yourself serious as a team director, then you should work with women. Because in women, you can develop something. Yeah, It's hard, very hard, not easy, but you can develop something. I also should say every men's team director should start first with women. Then he can learn a lot. Mm. And then is men's cycling very easy? <laughs> Another reason, yeah, that's true, that's true. Another reason for me is, in fact, you said I worked, and that's true, I worked for the Dutch National Federation many, many years, and I was there for 14 years. I was involved with um, development of uh, junior uh, bike riders mm. and under 23 also. And that's why I most liked to develop something, you know, to, uh, to reach your goals with them, you know. Yeah. And in women's cycling, it's it's almost the same job. I feel like I was with the juniors in, in, in the old days. Yeah. When I'm behind a pro-man uh, uh, peloton or uh, in, in working for a pro-man team, that's also nice, but totally different. You are much more uh, involved in, in facilitating the team than that you are involved in the results. Yeah. So therefore, I like women's cycling a lot. Yeah. I mean, I guess with the development, you had some really lovely moments last year. I mean, Yolene winning two World Cups yep. was, was wonderful. And, uh, you know, Mayuko Hagiwara's just, just she seemed to have come out of her shell last year and raced so well. And there were so many. Yep. I mean, you, you always expect Georgia Bronzini to do well, for example. But you had some amazing results last year from really interesting riders as well. Yeah, that's true. That the the I think that um, oh, I'm sure almost that uh, the, the girls know my background. So from the beginning, I had their support, and they had also my support. I try to to tease them about, let's say, the the men's tactics, mm-hmm. because I'm one of the few in women's cycling who uh, who worked on top level in men's cycling in the past. Mm-hmm. 
So he, uh, because yeah, if you want to make the big money, then you have to go to the men's cycling. I can tell you, hmm. but. I think there was an advantage, and therefore we had a very complicated team, and we, in fact we still have, with all these stars, mainly mm. uh, sprinters also, and it's not easy to create a team. And with my knowledge from the past, also knowing some of my most important uh, opponents, uh, team director opponents, uh, like say the big Dutch teams, these guys were in the past, I can be honest with you, they, they were in the past my riders. I mm. was a team director in the past for several years. And they are Dutch, so I know how they are thinking. <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to teach my girls. If you're on the bike, put yourself in the mindset of your opponents and learn that and concentrate on that. And that's, I think, one, yeah. that was one of the reasons that, uh, reason that was maybe for some of them new. And, um, and it worked. We had always a team, like you see on the... On the movies, you know that they, they make, you know, uh, on the, you can find them on the on our website. It's it's not played; it's real. Mm -hmm. There was always a good atmosphere, and that's very special in such a complicated team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought that no one would be talking to each other by April, and I thought that you know that it would just be a disaster that you'd have like five riders trying yeah. to lead the team. But it was the opposite, and I'm genuinely yeah. Really thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> I know I, I had, I had a uh, talk with Emma Johansson, you know, I did it one month ago and I asked her, how did you look at mm -hmm. our team at the beginning of the season in the early, one, now one year ago? And she said almost the same as you said. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think we all, and it's not <laughs> only me, we all did a good job because I, it's not never one person alone who can create something you need a whole team with that for that and you need the staff you know and you need the support from your uh, management and the riders and we created something and again i say we created something and yeah i think i had some influence on it that's true but um, don't give me too many credits because also i also had good riders uh, get <laughs> that, uh. yeah 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 very good riders one of the things I think about Wiggle is that it's such a big team. It's bigger than a lot of the other squads. How do you make sure that none of the riders get lost? Because, you know, there are some riders that I worry might yeah, never that's get to an, race. Yeah, uh, that's a problem. I agree with you because uh, this year we have 16 riders available. It is good for the team that we have, I think, five or six riders who have to concentrate on Olympic Games. And they have also programs with the national mm -hmm. federations. So that creates more space for the other girls. And so mainly, and I don't say in March and April, but later in the season, till the Olympic Games, I have in fact only for, yeah, let's say maybe 10, 11 riders available. Always. So I can let race uh, six riders. So they all will race. But some girls, they, yeah, they have it in their own hands. And I can share you in one of my problems I have. You know, if you want to race, we have a, we have a program in Belgium and in, and in Holland. And for this for this problem, you need bike skills because don't mm -hmm. forget about I think that one yeah twenty five percent of all races on the UCI calendar are in Belgium and in Holland. And these races are very difficult. Yeah? Small roads, a lot of corners, blah, 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 etc. Yeah, yeah. And also the fact that, you know, if you don't look out, um, all of Rabobank have attacked at kilometer eight yeah. under the road. Yeah, yeah. but I know where, where they attack, so that's not the big Yeah. 
I have, I'm missing some girls, and especially the British girls in this case, are missing the bike skills, you understand? Yeah. I have some very good, strong riders, but weak in bike skills. I don't know why it is. It's, it's only mainly the British girls. So what happens in Britain, I don't know, but... Uh... I think it's the focus on the track, but for many years we haven't had a road national team. The road national team has been the track girls who sometimes get to ride. And it's, you know, we put in our world championships a mountain biker, you know, a track rider. We don't, I think British cycling has given up on the road because they don't need to because we have Lizzie. And before that, we had Emma and Nicole. They don't need it, I think, is how they see it. It's very, very sad. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad for women's cycling. Yeah, it's, it's not good for the development of, of British cycling, uh, for, the, for the women, because mm. you have so many talented riders. If I look at my team, all my British girls are very, very talented. Or they could have many more results if they had more bike skills. And there's a huge problem. Yeah. And, and yeah. I remember that also when I was working for Cervelo, it, it was the same with the British girls in that team, also with Emma Pooley. As they developed a little, that, that's true. And I'm trying now to focus on now to develop all, also these British girls. Yeah, it's not easy, I can tell you. Yeah, and it's also difficult because sometimes you see, for example, a girl's first race in Europe might be Omloop Het Neusblad. <laughs> which is completely the wrong race, you know, for, for someone's first time. But it, it must be hard because you want to give them a chance. But at the same time, you want to fill yeah. your best team always. So will you be sending them off to smaller races? or I'm trying uh, this year also because we have enough riders. Uh, we are racing now this year in one and a half program. It sounds stupid, but mm-hmm. I think you understand what I mean with this. Yeah. And I have also some smaller races uh, we have on the program. I'm going to talk with uh, Rochelle Gilmore to add a few races more on the program. Smaller races mm-hmm. like in uh, in the Czech Republic, we have two. Yeah. And the level is that that's totally different than here than here is in in Holland and Belgium. It's um, it are nice races for for the girls, for the young girls in my team, uh, like for 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 Anna Christian and for Amy Roberts. They can uh, practice there. I also organize for them uh, that they can stay in Holland for a while. And can do some criterium races. Yeah. I should recommend this to every British girl who wants to go on the road. Eh, go to Holland eh, and, and find a place and uh, participate on some uh, Dutch criterium races. Because a lot of corners, very high speed, high level. Yeah. And there you learn. Yeah. There you learn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, speaking of British women... The rider I'm really excited about this year is Danny King. I mean, obviously, she's been the British cycling dropped her from the track team, and this is going to be her first proper road season. What What do you think she's going to do this year? If uh, Danny is not developing this year to a uh, top twenty five girl in the UCI ranking and in the future into uh, the top ten, then I would be very very disappointed mm-hmm. because she is. Very, very, very talented. Uh, very strong and very good mind setting. I don't know why she's not for the pursuit. I told her if if she concentrates on the road and British cycling will follow her, then I'm sure she, she, she will start on the Olympic road race. Yeah. And she can help uh, Lizzie for, for winning a title there or a medal. Mm-hmm. Because... I, I can tell you, I was really, really disappointed that she was not elected for the for the world's uh, last year in, um, in in the US. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, it is un- for me unbelievable. I don't know why, because if 
they had watched some races in that we had here in Europe in the second part of the season, you know. And she did really well in some races. But the point is she has to develop now into a road racer. And she, yeah. she does not know that much about road racing. Mm-hmm. Technically, she has to learn a lot now. That, that is my, uh, in fact, my job. I will help her with that because I see in her one of our key riders for the next uh, future. Yeah. It's interesting because Lizzie did the same thing and that she gave up track and now look at her on the road. And I think Danny can be similar. I think Danny can, can follow that path yeah. as well. Yeah, I remember that I said I was with Lizzie and she was with, with me in uh, that year in Cervelo. And uh, I remember we had a talk where we were racing. She was not that level from what she's now. I mean, mm, that's mm-hmm. what a young girl. Yeah. And we had a race in France, Route de France. And I think she was second in a sprint, in a bunch sprint or something like that. And I told her, Lizzie, believe me, in the future, you will be one of the best riders in the world. And then she said to me, do you mean? I said, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Because uh, if you work so long in cycling professional, then you recognize talents. And talent is not mm-hmm. only how they're sitting on the bike or how they pedal. It's also how they behave, you know, how they think. You talk a lot with, with the girls, you know. And mm-hmm. um, with, with, with Danny, I have the same feeling. She's a different rider than Lizzie is. She will never win bunch sprints. But, yeah, she is good in, in, in the hills. We had a training camp in Spain. Uh, a month ago, and she was really good in the mountains also. Mm-hmm. And um, she's an all-rounder. It will be not easy for her to win, but, uh, yeah, I compare her a little bit with our um, Elisa longo Bogidi. Yeah. Same kind of rider, you understand? And she also wins big races. Yeah, Elisa has that problem that if you're a good sprinter, you know, you can just win 20 races in a season, can't yeah. you? Whereas Elisa... She doesn't win so often, but when she does, it's the biggest races. It's the important yeah. races. Impressive always, yeah. In, in, very impressive how she wins. So she's one of my favorite riders all time in, women, in wow. women's cycling. I mean, as how she wins. Eh? Not, I'm not talking about the person, but I'm talking about uh, the, the way she wins races, you know? She yeah. has the results. And I think, and same career uh, is possible also for uh, Danny King. Yeah. Yeah. Who else are you excited to work with this year? I mean, I know you're excited to work with all of them, but are there any other riders we should be particularly looking out for in your team? Because you're British, <laughs> I always <laughs> am very curious uh, why Lucy Garner did not develop like she promised when she was a junior rider. Uh, and she yeah. has the skills, she has the bike skills in, on the, for the road. So, yeah. If I can play a role in her development, that would be for yeah, for, for myself, um, that would be uh, very, very nice. You know, I have a lot of rides who are really good, eh? like girls mm-hmm. like Emma Johansson, Bronzini, the whole, they are already on, yeah, on yeah. a very high level, eh? uh, all, all the other stars. And for them, I can be important, but they were already good. So for me, in fact, it's nicer to to work with, with girls not on that level yet mm-hmm. and to develop them because then I can then I can make maybe a difference and and Lucy is, is one of the girls I say hey uh, why uh, did, didn't she develop like uh, to the level she promised when she was a junior rider and what can I do and what can she do to um, to have more results and better results so that that's yeah that's that's really nice you know for me all the girls are the same 
but some girls you think mm -hmm. about, you know, you think, hey, how is it possible? How can we uh, have better results with her, etc., etc.? And she is one of these uh, these girls, yeah. Excellent. I, well, I'm happy about that. I've always been a fan of Lucy. So last year, which do you think were your biggest achievements of 2015? My own achievement or the team achievement? Oh, both. Do both. Start with the team and then tell me your own. Um, for the team that we were... Uh, we did a very good uh, team time trial in the US, the Worlds. Mm. And um, if you look only at the names and the strength of our team in general, then as being fourth, normal. But, there's a but always, <laughs> my team last year was mainly based on sprinters. Yeah. So if you look at the World Championship, I use riders. And if you compare these riders with the three teams in front of us, they were much lower ranked ranked in the in UCI rankings, mm. especially in, in, in the time trial uh, uh, rankings than the girls from the other teams. So in fact, I had the fourth team, maybe the fifth team in strength. But we trained so well and we developed so well in, uh, in our techniques that we had this result where we were very close from the podium. You understand? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, when I saw on TV later how we were racing, I mean, technically in the team time trial, and I compared it with the other teams. Yeah, then it was really, uh, it was really professional how the girls did and how they performed there. It was really good. Yeah. And um, we were missing some some power in the team, but uh, yeah, with this team, and then with, with maybe with Emma Johansson, for instance, and Amy Peters, we can really go for for a gold medal even this year. So I was very happy with with how it, how the team. Uh, how they how they grow to the mm -hmm. as, in the team time trial because for me it's it's a very important uh, thing in in the season the team time trial then can then you can show yourself as a team yeah yeah and of course I mean you you were working with Cervello when they were the unbeatable team time trial team yeah yeah so and and they had some really really strong time trialers didn't they they had uh, some TTT experts there so yeah. are you going to be um, looking at Canyon Stram and knocking them off their throne. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's just, that is my goal because in those days uh, I, we could beat them. It's yeah. almost the same team. Uh, yeah, not the same team, but it was yeah. Ronnie Lauker. It, it's kind and... of the same team. Ronnie yeah. Lauker, and I'm really looking forward to uh, to beat him. <laughs> and in those days, yeah, but it's true. I had the riders then. I, I, yeah. I didn't have them this last year, but I had in 2010. I had some really good uh, time trial riders. Yeah. And we trained a lot on on time trial, and we created a team. And that's the reason we could beat them. And that can happen again, and I'm almost sure it will happen. If we can find enough time in the season to train on, on, on TDT, I'm very confident that we can, uh, for, for myself, also for my personal, it's, it's, yeah, it's a big thing. Yeah. But also for the team now, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and also, I mean, they've been so unstoppable. It was Cervelo, 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 and then, then it was, you know, HTC Specialized, so yeah, so is the next is the is the is the future orange? <laughs> um, I hope so. <laughs> so, so from a personal perspective, what were your best achievements last year? I think also the team time trial, mm -hmm. uh, but there were some limits, but. Um, for myself as a team director, yeah, it's not a particular race. Although if I have to say a race, it was uh, Tour de Flanders. We were mm -hmm. really good then and we had trained so well and we were so well prepared. 
for myself was, and I think it was uh, was often one of my own highlights. Also, as a team director, you have to be in a good shape, you know. Yeah. And I was in a good shape <laughs> uh, because I knew how important this race was also for the, for the team and for everyone involved. But um, in general, I think my biggest achievement was that I could create a good atmosphere and team spirit with these strong individual riders. Yeah, yeah. And I think that is, uh, I think, yeah, I'm most proud on that, yeah. Yeah. And um, my last two questions that are kind of connected. You've been around the sport during some times of some really big changes. And obviously with your time in the Dutch Federation for a long, much longer time. How has it changed, do you think, since you've been um, working in it? Um, the first time I was uh, confronted with women's cycling, but only as a spectator mainly or as a teammate, was in the 70s already, so that's uh, 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then I never thought in the 70s that women's cycling would, would develop to such a high level. Mm-hmm. In those days, it was almost nothing. Yeah. Uh, uh, sometimes big, fat woman, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're really true. You're laughing, it's really true. And uh, not well-trained, blah, blah, etc., etc. Yeah. The second time I was in women's cycling was and, and I had to work with them the first time was in the, in the late 19s with an American team called Saturn mm-hmm. it was a big team in those days yeah. with, with big star riders and I was totally surprised how it was developed already in 20 years it was a very professional team but I must say in those years in the 90s the in North American cycling was very developed the American cycling did not develop in the last 20 years so much as European cycling mm-hmm. for women yeah, so they were really on the top in those days, and I was really impressed. And then I said, hey, I have to take this serious. And then with the Dutch National Federation, I was involved from 2001. And then I saw that also uh, yeah, the level was raising and raising. So in the last 10 years, it first of all, it looks much more professional. Uh, the people around the teams are more professional. Not all the teams, but but but, but in several teams. Mm-hmm. Um I have seen some really great races this year, but I think in the attitude, and I mean the attitude from the girls, how they go, how they have to race, you know, how they should race. If you compare it with men's cycling, then they still have a big step to make because in men's cycling, it's much more aggressive. And I'm happy that this season the radio is coming back. I'm, I don't like the radios for men's cycling, but the women's cycling is really necessary. And I hope with the radios coming back that the team directors will use this in a positive way and make the races more aggressive. Mm-hmm. I have seen some aggressive races this year, but only when it is because of the weather or because of the road, you know, or because of, uh, of hills or mountains. Mm-hmm. But flat races can be really, really boring, and I hope that that will change. The girls have to be more aggressive, more confident in themselves, you know, yeah. and not too much to the others. In men's cycling, you have your own goal, boom, and you're going for that. Okay, you care about your opponents, but you have your own yeah, your own thing. And the women's cycling, they always, um, yeah, I don't like to say this, but that's how I feel it. They always uh, look, what are the others doing? Yeah. And in, in the races, I mean, and not tactically, but... Yeah, if they don't attack, I don't attack. Yeah. Well, that's that's one of the reasons, I think, why Elisa won Flanders. I mean, Elisa deserved to win Flanders, but I think there was that moment where some of her opponents looked at each other and didn't want to chase, you know, they didn't want to be the first to chase. 
and and then suddenly you realize you've let Elisa get too far down the road. I feel it was such a beautiful moment. But it felt like if there had been other riders there who'd have chased Elisa straight away, it wouldn't have been so easy for her to win. Yeah, for a, for a big part, you're right. Um, there was also part of our, our tactics, you know. Yeah. I knew that this could happen because uh, <laughs> there is a lot of uh, competition between some teams. And the only thing that, that changed in the tactics was is that Elisa attacked earlier yeah. than we thought about before the race. But I always tell my girls, in the final, you have to make your own decisions because I'm not in on the bike, I'm in the car, far behind you. You feel your legs, you see how your opponents are doing, so we have to find your own moment. I can give you a moment, but I can't say this is the moment. You know, you can say, and Elisa used this knowledge, and she said on, on, the, on the right moment. But believe me, they say it's hard in the last part of the race because she had, with 12k to go, she had uh, 55 seconds, and she had yeah. headwind. And don't forget it, she had headwind. And she had about five or six rides behind her, uh, working, 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 and chasing very hard. But they could close only 10 seconds. If Elisa has a gap, then she has a gap. Yeah. So it was both. It was both. Yeah. And I guess also having Yolene sitting happily, mm. <laughs> wait, you know, not doing any work, must must destroy their spirits. That's that also right, because Yolene was dropped in the last hill. So she was, uh, she was back and I told her, I was more talking with Yolene in that race by radio than with Elisa, because I told her, Yolene, Yolene, you have to come back. You have to uh, uh, chase back the, the group of followers, because if you are there, then the race is over. Yeah. Uh, and at the moment that yeah. Yolene joined that group, they were still chasing, but yeah, with the brake on it, you understand? Mm-hmm. You were chasing with the brake because you were afraid for Yolene. So always, yeah, she had to be there, and uh, yeah, that was uh, also yeah, uh, very good for us. And uh, it was it was great teamwork, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that the world tour? Do you think that's going to make a difference, or is it just same races, different name? I think it is a difference. It is good that you have a world tour, but I read about it, and I hope that they can achieve the goals with with the world tour because it's all about money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And competing this world tour, that means for a lot of teams, not for us, but for some other teams, you need to have money to participate. Yeah. And next year, and I agree with that, in fact, um, they have to pay better salaries in the future, but they want to go to the, yeah, not quite, but they want to, to, to reach more the level of the men's cycling. Yeah. That's really good. You need to have a goal as UCI. But I hope that the teams can find the money for it. I know the budget mm-hmm. from a lot of teams, and um, yeah, I worry about about the future for the world tour. And that's all not not about the level of the riders and or not willing, but it's all about about money for teams. Yeah, and it, it depends on on broadcasting, you know, on television, yeah, on press. Very important if they can find the television, you know, or they can broadcast it. Then yeah, then it's easier. Yeah, 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 yeah. interesting. Well. Good luck for the season. Thank you very much. <laughs> I hope when I sit there at the end of next season saying, I never thought Emma Johansson and Elisa Longo-Borghini and Amy Peters, <laughs> <laughs> they should be competing against each other. And next year, I hope I'm sitting here saying, oh my God, how did you do that? <laughs> I can tell you, Sarah, um, I think a lot about this because I know it is very, very, very hard. Yeah. But I'm confident. If I can't manage this, then I can tell you now already, 
then at the end of the season you will talk a very disappointed uh, team director and yeah. then disappointed in himself. Not yeah. In- wow. Well, good luck. And people can follow you, follow this team on the Wiggle High Five website and Twitter, yeah. and there are fantastic videos so people can see. Yeah. Well, we can we can watch your team atmosphere ourselves okay okay (laughs) excellent well good luck and thank you very much thank you very much Sarah if you want to see videos to the races we talked about or find links to everything that we talked about including how to follow Wiggle go to my website prowomenscycling.com where you can find all of this and also a transcript of this interview I'm funded to do these kind of things by my wonderful Patreon supporters who pay me as little as £1.50 or $2 a month to do this kind of thing if you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com slash women's cycling. And thank you so much to everyone who supports me. I really appreciate it.